What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome aboard the National Football Show. It's your boy. NFL news everywhere, huh? Conference championship games this weekend. Man, I mean, the NFL dominates the headlines in sports nowadays, doesn't it? By the way, let me give you this number. 37 million Americans watched the 49ers and the Packers game. 40 million people watched Chiefs and Bills. Some of the biggest ratings, biggest ratings in the history Okay, of NFL playoff football was this past weekend. The National Football League dominates. It dominates now. There is no doubt this is America's pastime. Guys, please hit the like button. I see folks are lining up right now. We got a boatload of topics. One of them right off the gate is going to be Howie Roseman. But first and foremost, the breaking news that happened today was Sean Payton stepping down as head coach of the Saints. I saw a lot of people doing this prior to me going on the air. Oh, my God, Sean Payton. He may be coming to the NFC East. Eagle fans, let me throw this at you. What's the difference between Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy, for 14 years, had Aaron Rodgers, and he won one Super Bowl. For 14 years in New Orleans, Sean Payton had Drew Brees, and he won one Super Bowl. His postseason record is 9-8. and eight. Why does Sean Payton get more of a pass with all those mediocre seasons that he's had, and Mike McCarthy doesn't? Mike McCarthy's the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. What's the difference between him And Sean Payton, you may say this, well, Sean's a better coach. But when you make that assessment, numbers have to back that up, and they don't. Reality has to back that up. 
I'm not going to replace Mike McCarthy for the same evil. You can have the illusion that Sean's a better coach. The numbers don't say that. The numbers just don't, they don't spell that out. This guy's one game above 500 as a NFL coach in the postseason. Yeah, he got a ring. So does McCarthy. Why would Jerry fire Mike McCarthy for the same dude? Because people like Sean Payton more than they do Mike McCarthy? Guys, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers was with Mike McCarthy. Okay, they win one. No question, they underachieve. Drew Brees, Sean Payton, they win one Super Bowl. They underachieved. Tony Dungy, Peyton Manning, one Super Bowl. They underachieved. Numbers don't lie. Quarterbacks and coaches are dictated on the number and the record that they have together. It is a quarterback's league, which means this. One loss records and the coach go hand in hand, especially when you have a great tandem. Guys, don't get all caught up in the media. Sean Payton's this great. That's not what the numbers say. The numbers say Mike McCarthy's his equal. Let me ask you something. You think Sean Payton's a better coach than John Harbaugh? Do you think that Sean Payton is a better coach than Mike Holmgren? Do you think that Sean Payton is a better coach than Don Coriel? Do you think that Sean Payton is a better coach than Mike Shanahan? All those guys are non-Hall of Fame coaches. I don't. I don't. I'll tell you something, though, guys. You know what Sean Payton did? I see every one of you lined up over here. They did the same thing you guys did and what we talked about yesterday. Peyton watched those divisional games over the weekend, and you know what he said? He went like this. I need to get me one of those. Do you know the job that I think Sean Payton wants? I think he wants that L.A. Charger job. Can you imagine Sean Payton and Justin Herbert together? Why would he want Dak? Dak's okay. Herbert's great. Herbert's great. Sean Payton and Justin Herbert, how you doing? Now we're talking, right? Now we're talking. By the way, conference championship games, Kansas City versus the Cincinnati Bengals. One of my dear friends, Bill Moss, part of the broadcast team for the Chiefs, is going to be with us at the bottom of the hour. Bill was the former defensive rookie of the year in the National Football League and a former All-Pro. As I said, part of the broadcast team, that'll be at the bottom of the hour. All right, I want to say something to you here. And I did some homework here. I was telling Xander we did some homework here. This is about Howie Roseman. Let me get my sheet here. Howie Roseman is going to be in charge of the Philadelphia Eagles' most important draft, in my opinion, in the Super Bowl era. You've got a chance to create a dynasty. A dynasty. guys. If Brady, and let's just say Aaron Rodgers retires, who runs the NFC as a quarterback? Kyler Murray? Matthew Stafford? Dak? Who else? Kirk Cousins? There's nobody in the conference 
the Eagles have a chance to do something spectacular. I looked up Howie Roseman's record. You guys have been telling me he sucks as a general manager. I've got some stats here, and I want to throw these off of you here. Howie Roseman as general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles has been what? Fill in the blank. Tell me what you think. Has been what? Has been what? By the way, there's a timeline here that I've come up with here with Howie's career as a Eagle. 215 says, good. Anybody else? Howie Roseman, as the Philadelphia Eagles general manager, has been what? Good Howie and bad Howie. Life says okay. Top five GM, W2 says. Brilliant on cap issues. I love you guys because you guys are the smartest football people I have spoken to in the last 15 years. Hit and miss, Paul. Wow. You guys are all right. Top five GM, lucky, rank 12, fair. What's going on, Big Sales? How you doing? Unfairly criticized, Joe. Kyle Rogers, underrated. Don, good on trades. Top seven GM. All right. You guys are all brilliant. I mean it. You guys are great. This is why I love talking to you, and I look forward to talking to you guys each and every single day. So here is the timeline, and if I'm wrong, please will you guys correct me here? Howie Roseman's first stint as general manager was from 2010 to 2014. Then they kicked his ass upstairs to football ops from 15 to 18. Am I correct? And he's been the general manager of the Eagles since 2019. Am I correct? Yes, smile. Bill Moss, Kansas City, and Pitt. Absolutely. He was a former defensive rookie of the year and all pro, and he's part of the broadcast team. Under Banner, how he's doing a job we could never do. Number one GM collecting draft picks. Okay. So I'm going to reiterate. Here is Howie's here is Howie's timeline. 2010 to 2014 GM, football ops guy, 15 to 18, and he's been the current GM since 2019 in a second stint. Let me bring some football players into this conversation here. This is who he's drafted. There's no doubt there's been misses. There's been no doubt. Brandon Graham, defensive end, 13th pick, 2010. Jason Kelsey, center, 191st pick, 2011. He drafted a Hall of Fame center. Deion Lewis, running back, 149th, 211th pick. Fletcher Cox, DT, 12th pick, 2012. Nick Foles delivered a Super Bowl. Quarterback, 88th pick, 2012. Lane Johnson, OT. Fourth round, 2013, 
He drafted another Hall of Famer. Zach Ertz, tight end, 35th pick, 2013. So let me reiterate the first stint. Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, Zach Ertz. This is during his time as general manager from 2010 to 2014, the first go-around. He was football ops. They kicked him upstairs 15 to 18, and then GM 2019 to current. Since he's been GM again on a second stint, Miles Sanders, running back, 53rd pick, 2019. Jalen Hurts, quarterback, 53, 2020. Quez Watkins, 200th pick, 2020. Devontae Smith, 2010, 2021. Landon Dickerson, 37th pick. 2021. So he's drafted Kelsey, Lewis, Fletcher Cox, Nick Foles, Lane Johnson, Zach Ertz, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, Quez Watkins, Devontae Smith, and Landon Dickerson. Kelsey could, Reed could have been on the team. I'm talking about his general manager, bro. He's been the GM since 2010 to 2014, the first time, then as ops guy from 15 to 18, and general manager from 19 to now. And the way the Eagles run, Joe Banner and the general manager, whoever that is, has more power than the head coach in Philadelphia. And that's the way the owner has won it. That's why Reed now has more autonomy in Kansas City. Andy Reid has more autonomy over the personnel in Kansas City than he ever did as head coach of Philadelphia. That's a fact. Maniac, I, I get it. The white, the white sides and all that, there's no doubt about it. He's had misses. Okay? Yale says he's also great as contracts. So you drafted a Hall of Famer in Jason Kelsey, an all-pro in Fletcher Cox, Another all pro in Lane Johnson, a hell of a tight end in Zach Ertz. You got a wide receiver down, Devontae Smith. This kid Landon Dickerson's going to be a ball player. I don't know. Do you know if you hit on your drafts 33% of the time or 30% of the time, you're considered a genius? Bill Belichick misses. All these guys miss. I don't know. I look at these names and I say this. That's not true, dude. Eagles fan. He was the general manager in 2010 and 14. And Kelsey was in 2011. He was general manager of the team. Look it up. He was GM of the team. And you think that the... Owner of the team back then gave Andy Reid more credit or more autonomy in the personnel. I do not believe that. That's not the way the owner operates from what I've been saying. Okay? Now, 
with these names and under his direction as GM. Okay? Under his, well, then you're going to say this. Okay? And they did kick him upstairs from 15 to 18. By the way, I confirmed all these timelines with the Eagles today. Zach Ertz, Lane Johnson, Foles, Jason Kelsey, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson. I don't know. Had that 2015, 15, 16, 17, 18. Four-year gap. How many All-Pros? Wasn't Kelsey All-Pro? Kelsey's been All-Pro a few times. Fletcher Cox has been a pro bowler. Lane Johnson's been a pro bowler. Isaiah, I get it. There's misses. You're right. By the way, to Isaiah's point, I'll say this. Was not drafted by Kelly. He was drafted by, he was not in the 2015 draft. Ertz was in the 2013 draft. 13. Jordan Mulata was not drafted by Howie Roseman. He was in 17. Howie was upstairs. He was not in the room at 17. Okay? I think you guys need to check your timelines. Okay? 15 to 18. (laughs) Dude, just look it up. Anyway, these names... Since he's been a Philadelphia Eagle, okay, you tell me. One more time, Howie Roseman as a general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles has been what? Okay, has been what? I saw one of you guys say hit or miss. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Ask a great question. Xander, put that up there. Why are we debating this? Because that guy is in charge of your most important draft and offseason and team history. And you have an opportunity to grab the conference. Brady's going to retire, I think. Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford, they cannot run the conference. There's a chance to steal everything and be the dominant team for the next 10 years with this draft and how you use your draft picks. That's why we're debating this. We're debating this because this is the most important time in off-season history of the Eagles. You're never going to be in this position again, guys. Never in this position again. With 11 draft choices and three ones and cap space. You never get that combination. And the most important thing, the conference is down. You know, I thought about this topic yesterday. You guys, we we all came to a conclusion, right? Dude, the AFC is loaded for the next 10 years. Am I right? Guys. It's loaded for the next 10 10 years. The Herberts, the Allens, the Mahomes. Guys, look at this. Sean Payton went um, 
I have Trevor Simeon, Jameis Winston, and Tyson Hill in my quarterback room, I'm fucking going nowhere with that. I'm out. He pulled the ripcord like Tom Brady did in New England. He pulled the ripcord. He completely pulled the ripcord. So you tell me. Okay? Said I'm out of here. It does start with the quarterback on what we said. Okay? There is no doubt about it. Deshaun Watson wins you the conference, not just the division. Big Chris, why would Sean Payton go to Dallas? Why? He's no better than Mike McCarthy. I don't know why people think that. Why why would he go to why would Jerry do that? Okay? Why would he why would he why would he be involved with that? Ben says if the Eagles get Russell Wilson, it will put them in a bad position. You're kidding me, right? You think getting Russell Wilson into Philadelphia is a bad thing? I personally don't see that, okay? Now, I would say this to you. Jerry always wanted Peyton, okay? I would say this to you. The two biggest mistakes maybe that Jerry Jones made was letting and firing Jimmy Johnson go. Tony E., thank you, brother. And maybe letting Sean Peyton go, okay? But Sean Peyton... With 14 years of Drew Brees, did he under or over? How about this? Did he over or underachieve in New Orleans? What do you think? Did 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 Sean Payton over or underachieve? Nine and eight? One Super Bowl? I don't know. <laughs> you know what's funny? You, 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 you look, and when we talk about quarterbacks all the time, Yesterday, we did something. And by the way, there's no question the quarterback decision has got to be made. And by the, we said it yesterday. Let, let, let's, let's be honest here. Jalen Hurts is not in those guys' leagues on what we saw this past weekend. He's just not. Okay? He's just not. Breeze was already a pro bowler in San Diego when he was in San Diego, Eagle fan. He was – he's you know what? People forget that. Drew Brees went to the pro bowl. That's the starting quarterback of the Chargers when they were in San Diego. Breeze was going to be great in San Diego or New Orleans. He was already great. Okay? He was already a pro bowler. Everyone thinks, well, you know, he was a pro bowler only in New Orleans. No, he wasn't. He was a pro bowler in San Diego also. So don't say that Sean Payton made the guy. Sean Payton gave him an opportunity after he got injured in that Kansas City game at the end of the year. And Schottenheimer wanted to keep him and get this, wanted to move Phillip Rivers because he thought Breeze was the better guy. When they got hurt, that ended that conversation. That ended that conversation. Okay? 
Then Dr. Andrews put him back together like Humpty Dumpty, and Breeze goes on to that Hall of Fame career. Okay? Hall of Fame career like Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. Really great career. You know what's funny? We sit here and we do this all the time, my quarterbacks. Didn't we take a shit yesterday all over Aaron Rodgers? Can't win the big one. Can't win the big one. The guy who only has one championship, and he's, you know what? His postseason record is 12 and 11. Come on, man. What are we talking about here? And yet, every time I bring Jimmy Garoppolo up, you know what's funny? You want to know about maybe the most disrespected quarterback in the NFL? It's got to be Garoppolo. How can you be 35 and 15 and one with Kyle Shanahan? You're going to your second NFC championship game in three years, and people look at him and go, well, you know, he's not those other guys. You can't have it both ways. You can't shit on great talent who don't get it done. And you can't shit on a guy who overachieves. Which is it? Which is it? Okay, Rodgers sucks in the postseason. Can't get it done. One of the most transcending quarterbacks we've ever seen in the history of the league. Can't get it done in the postseason. Okay, well, Garoppolo overachieves. And every time I bring Garoppolo's name up to you guys, you guys go like this. Don't want him. Nowhere near Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun. Yet the guy wins. (laughs) You got to put a premium on winning. Not looking good at Miss America contest. Well, she looks great. She don't really kiss all that hot, though. Dion says because Jimmy G's the weakest link. (laughs) Really? Two straight. And hey, and Kyle Shanahan is 8 and 28 without him. How is that possible? How is a hey, Dion? How is that possible when Kyle Shanahan's record is 8 and 28 without Jimmy Garoppolo and 35 and 15 with him? You have no stats to back that comment up. You have no stats. John says Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy G. Absolutely. Sorry, Seal. San Francisco won in spite of Jimmy G. I know. Well, they lose when he's not on the field. That's a fact. Yale, numbers back it. Boy, I. it's almost like talking to people right now that are, like, following politics. You know, some people don't see we have inflation. Some people don't see high prices in gas. Some people don't see high, like, prices for food. They'll just come up with some kind of reason or blame it on Trump. Just to make sure their narrative is right. Numbers don't lie in sports. Scoreboard. 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 You're gauged by your one loss record. Nothing else. Well, he threw for a lot of stats and shit and all that. As for fantasy dorks, my stat is one loss column. It's the only one I look at. That's why I'm not much of a gambler. Big Fish says, what is Hertz trade value? Great question. Great question. Great question. Great question. Great question. Those geeks. Mike, 
I'll, I'll, I'll preface this by saying this. Hang on for a second. If you have a girlfriend and you play in a fantasy league, you're good with big sills. If you hang out with 17 dudes on a Friday night putting the league together, big sills don't hang out with dudes at a bar, just so you know. <laughs> that, that ain't happening, okay? <laughs> that ain't happening, okay? That ain't happening, man. But if you got a chick and you got a, you, you got a fantasy league, all good. Hey, Fouts Out Loud, this ain't a political conversation, okay? I'm not getting into one. I just make a comment here and there about it. I think it's stupid. I think both sides are full of shit. I think Biden and Trump could kiss my ass, all of them. You know why? It's about America to me. You know who I root for? Team America. I, I root for the red, white, and blue. I don't give a shit who's on Pennsylvania Avenue. I want America to win. Politicians are like strippers. They're professional liars. All of them. All right. Hey, so we got into this. So how do you feel about how we going into this draft when I mentioned these names? I'm feeling a little better. I'm feeling a little better. Feeling a little better. Now, here's this. I'll throw this at you with Howie. What rounds should Howie draft a quarterback in? But let me answer that one question. Let me answer that one question. What is the value of Galen Hurts? Guys, let me throw that out to you first. I'll get back to what round we should draft a quarterback in. What do you think Jalen Hurts' um, value is right now if you wanted to put him out there? East Candom says fourth rounder. Let me put that out there. You think Jalen Hurts is a fourth rounder? 215 says mid-second, third. Hertz's conditional third could be a second. Third could be a second. Second round pick. So you're saying he hasn't lost any value. Second. We could get a two or three for Hertz. Three? That means he's lost value? Guys, his floor is two. Jalen Hurts' floor is two. If you go below that, Eagles should trade for Michael Thomas. Why would Michael Thomas want to play in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts? Midwest Eagles fan, two. Wentz went for one. Yeah, Wentz was one of the highest-graded quarterbacks coming out of college in a time. Absolutely. By the way, can I tell you a little bit of a rumor that's going around out there? Jim Mercer threw some shade on um, on uh, Carson Wentz. Do you know that there's a possibility that the Colts may try to go for Aaron Rodgers and send Carson Wentz to Green Bay? I don't believe that. I just heard that. 
okay? Three first rounders. <laughs> There's a lot of stupid on the show today. It's all good, man. The host is the number one. Hurt should have been a fourth rounder. No way any team would give more than a third for Hurts. Hurts is worth a first, a first rounder in this coming draft. That is an absolutely, hey, Xander, smile. Hertz is worth the first rounder in this draft. Do you know what they're saying? They're saying that this draft, this year in April, is the worst quarterback crop since 2014. Would Jalen Hurts be a first rounder this year? Yeah. Yeah, fourth rounder, no way. I don't think Jalen is a first-round draft choice. I do think, Jalen, you could get a two for him. I do think you could. All right, guys, I got to take a break. We got Bill Moss. We're going to get right back to this conversation. I promise, I know, a lot to be said here. Let's do this. Let's take a time out. Please hit the like button. Bill Moss, we're going to talk Chiefs and Bengals, conference championship game. NFC style, we'll do it next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, one, three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams 
deserve a Philadelphia bank. programming note um we've been invited on the seth joiner show tonight at 7 30 so if you guys want to join us tonight um got a really great uh email from seth and he you know asked me if i'd like to join his show so if you guys would like to join the show tonight i'd really appreciate it that'd be great because um starting to really build a great relationship with one of the greatest eagles of all time and I enjoy that guy, man. I really do. He's really wonderful, man. Just a great guy. And he was dear friends with my boy, Jerome Brown. So, um, yeah, so we'll be joining Seth tonight a little bit. All right, guys. I mean, you know, if we, we saw this Kansas City team a couple months ago when the Eagles. And what was the big conversation that people were saying? I don't know, man. The Chiefs just don't look the same. What happened in that football game? Do you remember? Andy Reid had more rushing attempts than he had passing attempts in that game. And I personally think that that Eagle game kind of crank-started the Chiefs' season again, and that put them on their right path. They gained 200 yards rushing the ball, and the Chiefs, in my opinion, really haven't looked back, and they've been just spectacular. What a great moment, again, for Chiefs football in the history of that franchise, now in their fourth consecutive AFC championship game. I think Andy Reid is the only guy in NFL history to be in four straight NFC title games and AFC title games. And we bring my dear friend on who is an ambassador to the Kansas City Chiefs. He was a former pro bowler and also rookie of the year defensively for the Chiefs, my friend Bill Moss. Bill, am I right when I say that that game against um, against the Eagles may have crank-started the opportunity for this Chiefs team to get it rolling again? Yeah, I'm having trouble hearing you there, Dan. Uh, All right, let's see if we can reconnect here a little bit here, Xander. Let's see if we can make this happen here a little bit and see if we can make this happen. I Personally, guys, think about this here. They ran the ball, okay? They ran the ball more times in that game than they threw. And remember at the beginning of the year, they were saying this. They were going like this with this. They were saying, hey, man, you know, this just doesn't look like the same Kansas City team. You know, here's a team that had been to three straight AFC title games. And then all of a sudden, you get an opportunity to right the ship because you have Patrick Mahomes. Guys, anytime you have a guy like that throwing the football, you're going to always have an opportunity. And make no mistake about it, after watching what that guy did on Sunday night, let's, 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 let's be candid here, okay? If you want to go to the Super Bowl on the AFC side, you've got to go through Kansas City now. And this is going to be for the next decade. I said this as we came on the air, too. You don't think Sean Payton saw what we saw on Sunday and on Saturday and said this, I'm nowhere near that. The Saints are nowhere near that. And he's doing what Brady did. He's going to look for a better opportunity. Does he take a year off? Does he find a better situation? Does he want to coach Dak? Does he want to coach Justin Herbert? Who knows what happens in Cleveland? Where does Russell Wilson land? 
you're going to have a lot of opportunities for a lot of really great candidates. Doug Peterson's name is out there. It's not, you know, I mean, remember, look at the candidates that you have now. You've got Doug Peterson. You've got Sean Payton. You got two Super Bowl winning coaches now that are there on the beach that are pretty much going to be able to handpick where they want to coach. That's a pretty good thing going on there. Both of those coaches, two fabulous candidates. You know, there's conversation that the Raiders may want to try to go after Bill Cowher, get him out of the booth. That has been kicked around for a couple months. Cowher's been saying, no, no, that's not going to happen. But when you see the kind of money that's being thrown around, I'll tell you, man, that, that this is a great time. Let's get back to our friend here, Bill Moss. And Bill, I was talking to you about that, that Kansas City game. You think that was the game that jump started the season again for the for the uh, for the Chiefs? Jump started, yeah. You know, I think this is a team, Dan, that the regular season was just a formality. You know, it's like they know how good they are and they know what they can do. And you know, the 17, 18 weeks you got to go through, seventeen games, eighteen weeks you had to go through to get to where you want to be. I mean, they just, they've just turned it on. They've come out strong. And um, they, they're they a team that you saw. I mean, and that was the best game I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I know you've seen as many games as I have. Yeah. I know you think the same thing. Oh, I do. That was the best, Bill, best matchup in quarterbacks. That reminded me of, like, Elway Marino kind of stuff. And that's what it, you know, it, it reminded me of that kind of matchup. And to me, the difference, I think, this year has been with the Chiefs. They kind of struggled defensively. But what turned it around for them, Bill? Because they've been able to stop the run. And once they were able to fix that, that, to me, is also what seemingly got this team back on its rails again. Is that fair? Yeah, it is. Defense, they, they, went, they, did, they went through a transition both offensively and defensively. Let's talk about the defense first, uh, as you brought it up. They, you know, it's early in the year. Juan Thornhill, the safety wasn't in the mix. You know, he they were still kind of getting him back from that knee injury, and um, he was saying he was ready. They didn't play him, and and he was clearly a much better athlete than what was back there. Um, Daniel Sorensen, you know, had some busted coverages that we've clearly seen, and he wasn't in the mix. We had some injuries at the corner position uh, that were out. Our two those two linebackers, young guys, Willie Gay. And Nick Bolton really weren't playing in much in the first five games. They got, you know, limited snaps at best until they took on a bigger role. And once once they took on those roles, those guys really started performing. But the key to it all, I think, with the secondary and the linebacker play, all started when Melvin Ingram uh, was picked up. Maybe his numbers don't reflect what he's done, but he has made every player around him better. All of a sudden the gap control up front in the run game all came together. Chris Jones went back inside over the three technique, which he should be. Um, Frank Clark started playing better due to Melvin Ingram and the slide. And, and they were just taking those two guys out. They were taking away Chris Jones. They were taking away Clark. And then there was nothing. And it affected everybody else. Well, you bring Melvin Ingram in there, holding up the edge as, as he does on that side against the run and putting heat on a pass rusher. All those other pieces fell into place. 
and it made the secondary better as well. Oh, no doubt. I, hey, Bill, I think that Ingram pickup, to me, was like the Von Miller pickup by the Rams. I mean, you put him on the other side, and there's no question, just his presence being out there, Bill, you know, you've got to defend a guy like Von Miller. So that was a key pickup here. I'm going to ask you about Andy Reid here. Do you think Andy Reid is a better coach today in Kansas City than he was when he was in Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know what? You and I would be a better coach, too, if we had Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, yeah, he is. But, you know, there's something. Just think of the thing. Look at the numbers he's put up uh, wherever he's been. Um, the wins. He went to the four NFC championship games in Philadelphia, too. Um, so he's got, got four here. These are all at home. Um, pretty impressive, no matter who his quarterback is. And he's gone through a few. But he always he always makes the best of it, and and he's learned to uh, how to how to better understand these and how to better also uh, get his point across on what he wants to get done and what he expects of them to get done. You know, it's a lot different than when we played, Dan. These young guys come in and what they're coming from and what they're going to uh, is completely different. And so I think he has a real unique way of getting his point across that isn't the old school disciplinary way of threats and cutting you and finding you and kicking you off the team. It's not. It's a it's a educational way, and, and he's got that about him. And, and he was a teacher, you know, and he's got that in him that he can get across to a variety of different personalities and you know, backgrounds and families, and doesn't matter where you come from, he finds a way to connect with you and get his point across. Bill, do you agree that I, I never thought he really had a great relationship with Donovan McNabb in Philadelphia, but what, what I see yeah, now is, is I see the opportunity for him to have really a great opportunity to be a friend and really be like a confidant to Patrick Mahomes. It's just without a doubt to me, I think we look at that, and I think Reed has become a better coach with personnel. Okay? I just think he's become a better coach with personnel. Okay? Looks like we lost Bill here a little bit here, and we've had some troubles trying to connect with him here. Hey, hey, Bill, do you agree that, you know, I, I've said this before. I said the relationship with Reed and Donovan McNabb was never as great as I thought it was, but the relationship – with Reed and Mahomes seems to be that these two guys, they're always talking to one another. It looks like a wonderful relationship. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, I've never seen a relationship like it, actually. You know, the last part of that game, Dan, that was all Mahomes. Nobody's talking to that guy. Nobody's calling plays. Nobody's in his ear. That, and they trust him to do things on the field that I think is unprecedented. You know, I don't, I don't, Nobody ever trusted their quarterbacks enough to know that they know better what's going on on the field than what they're seeing in the booth or what they're seeing from the sidelines. Patrick does. Uh, and just like the play with Kelsey that, you know, they, it's backyard stuff, you know. They're just talking to each other. They make it up, and they're yelling at the line of scrimmage, and, and, it, and it happens, and it goes. Um, to, so to have that and, and you know, and, and uh, to afford that ability – to Patrick to say, Hey, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing, man. To have that much trust in a guy 
um, I think that says a lot about Patrick and how he approaches a game and the way they see him studying, the way they see him work, and the things that he can do, as you know, are unprecedented at that position. So all those things combined, yes, it is a special relationship. Bill, finally here. Um, you Finally here. Let me throw this at you here. Um, Patrick Mahomes, do you think he's had as much impact on the NFL as what Marino did when Marino came into the game? Look, I think, you know, I think I'll be honest with you. I think there's a bunch of great quarterbacks that we've seen come into the NFL, Montana, Elway, Marino, you name them. There's a bunch of them, right? I think they're all sitting there saying, damn. <laughs> they look, they, they've never seen anything like it. We haven't either. Agreed. I mean, the things he does with his body. And and it defies gravity, defies logic, and the, his throw all that stuff out the window. The guy just makes plays, and and he throws bullets at, at any angle. He, he's airborne doing it, and yeah, none of those guys could ever do that. Bill, thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate you got it, buddy. It, brother. Always, Dan. You got it, man. That's my friend, Bill Moss. Do you agree? Andy Reid is a better coach today than he's ever been. Do you guys? agree with that he's a better coach right now than when he was in philly am i is that fair to say i want to hit a little bit up on that a little bit about mahomes a little bit about the conference championship games more on the eagles this is the most important time in eagle history this offseason it really is guys hit the like button keep it right here on the national football show go for the midnight dares go for the memories Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Guys, please hit the like button. You've been awesome today already, man. Sorry about the connection there with Bill, but we got some stuff out of Bill there. Let me tell you something. Bill Moss played against Marino and Elway and all those great quarterbacks like Joe Montana and all them. He was a teammate of Joe Montana's. And I agree with him. I've never seen anything like Patrick Mahomes. The arm angles, the guy's ambidextrous. It, 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 it's absolutely incredible. I want to get into Andy Reid here in a minute, but I want to ask you guys something, a fun topic, fun topic. Tom Brady is deciding right now with his family and Giselle and his kids whether or not he's going to come back and play. This is really the first time that he's really truly debated this, at least publicly. Let me throw this at you. Is Tom Brady the greatest team sport champion in American sports history? Got Russell. Always have to have Bill Russell in it. Guys that were on those Yankee teams. Mantle. DiMaggio. Basketball, again, it's Russell and kind of the fill in the blank with the rest. Jordan? Big Chris goes, unfortunately, yes. Yogi, 10 titles. Absolutely, Big Chris. Yogi's got 10 World Series championships. That dude says, hell nah. Who would you pick over Brady? MJ? What was MJ's? What was MJ's most dominant team he played against to win an NBA championship? That Utah team with Stockton and Malone? Probably. Two great superstars, Stockton and Malone. Kobe. Hey, I always say this to you guys. Kobe's got four, or I think it's, what is it? Kobe's got five, is it? NBA championships and one Oscar? I don't know. It's pretty impressive. 98 Jazz, right? Well, probably, yeah. I'm trying to think of another player in team sports history outside of Bill Russell. Brady's the modern-day Bill Russell. Derek Jeter, five titles. Brady's got seven. I mean, and remember something. Brady can't play defense. Like Jeter could. Okay. Jeter's got a Jeter has an opportunity to be a factor on the defensive side. Gretzky? I don't know if he's American. I think he's born in Canada, but we could go there. He's got four championships with the Edmonton Oilers. Big Pickens says Russell Jordan has six. And he's 6-0. and Russell with 11. And you know what else? Let's not forget one thing, okay? 
By the way, Yale, Gretzky, you're never Tiger Woods. There you go. That's not really a team sport champion, though, but Tiger Woods. One thing you'll yell about Gretzky, you're never going to see anybody score 200 points in a game and do it four times or five times. You're never going to see that. You know, Chris, the one thing I'll say about Russell, a lot of white guys in the sport at the time, and not really a lot of seven-footers, no disrespect, and I know that's just the era he played in, so it's kind of always hard to do that. But Bill Russell today, he'd be a four at 6'9", right? Magic Johnson was 6'9", as a guard. I mean, if you think about it, right? Magic Johnson could guard, he could guard Russell. Kareem. Kareem has, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Kareem has six NBA championships as well. And let's not forget what he did at UCLA when he won those three NC2A championships. He is the most dominant player, both college and pro basketball combined, of any guy who's ever played the sport. I know Jordan won a title at UNC, but Kareem won it three years in a row. And the only reason he didn't win it four was because they didn't play freshmen back in the day. Okay? So, I mean, when you think about Brady today, salary cap, drafting, free agency, it's a different NFL. Like back in the day in the NBA, you kept all those guys like Tommy Hudson and Sam Jones, and you kept all them guys. Okay, Bob Cousy. Those guys were all on the team for like ever. You couldn't construct that team today and keep all those guys in one building. You couldn't do it. Cristiano Ronaldo has won numerous championships. Really? He's won a, he's won a World Cup? When was that? I missed, must have missed that. And I said, American sports, team sports history. Kareem played over 20 years. UCLA, Lou Alcindor was just unbelievable. Brady will go down, in my opinion, with his 10 conference championship games. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, his 10 conference championship wins, right? Seven titles. I believe it's either 10 or 11 conference title wins. Dan Cilio. My God, I can only dream. No, he's never won a World Cup. He, he did win a championship last year for the first time, a major. I forget which one it was. Ronaldo. But Messi still, no, that was Messi, my bad. I don't give a crap how many Russell has. MJ's the GOAT. And that's like when people go like this. Who's the greatest scorer in NBA history? Michael Jordan. Uh, well, I don't know. The guy that played for the Sixers and the Warriors was awful good and the Lakers. Uh, Will, the Dipper was pretty good. Big Pickens says that Brady is the second greatest team sport American athlete in history. 
Russell was 98 and 2 in college. Big Pickett knows his sports. Won two straight national championships with the San Francisco Dons. Have you heard of the San Francisco Dons? Maybe the one couple years back in the late 70s with Bill Cartwright? Outside of that, have you ever heard of USF Dons? That's where Russ that's where Russell played his uh, college basketball. And Bill Russell won two straight NC2A national championships there. So think about this for a second. In 15 years, Bill Russell won 13 championships, two NC2A titles, and 11 NBA championships. Yell says, didn't Wilt sleep with more than 50,000 women? Yell, I always question that. Guy never had time to put his pants back on. <laughs> W2 goes, hey, man, all that sounds good. Hey, bro, swimming's not a team sport. And by the way, okay, W2, all that sounds good, but MJ's the GOAT. <laughs> okay, by the way, Big Chris, so a dude in a swimming pool, you think's a sport. Okay. Bunch of white guys in a bunch of white guys over at the club jumping in a pool, swimming against other rich white guys. I don't know. That's like telling me he's the greatest polo guy of all time. <laughs> okay. I like playing a sport where there's a little diversity in it. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Got crazy gold. Yeah. He 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 got the country club gold. So many great Yankees. Absolutely, Wick. Probably Yogi's number one. Jim Brown, I think, only has one championship. I forget what year it was that he won the championship in Cleveland. I want to say 64. Give me some Larry Bird. Greatest ping pong player. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I know Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump. All right, let me get back to Andy Reid here. I was just curious what you guys thought. Okay. If Brady does call it, is he the greatest American team sport champion? Boy, you could make an argument for him. Him or Russell. Who would ever thought you would have a conversation with somebody with Bill Russell? All right. Hit the like button. Is Andy Reid a better coach today than he was in Philadelphia? Hour two coming up. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. 
That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Football show, hour two, big sales. How you doing, man? Hey, guys, please hit the like button. You guys were awesome in the first hour. Fast first hour. Really appreciate y'all coming aboard here. Going to get to Andy Reid in a second here, but I want to read a tweet to you by Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts. Man, if you're Carson Wentz right now, man, what are you, what are you thinking right now? Okay, and by the way... Our topic yesterday must have really must have really hit home with some folks. Because didn't we start to show up by going, I want one of those. Get me Watson. Deshaun Watson's value has gone up so much because of this past weekend that people are going to overlook all those issues that are surrounding him right now. Not completely, but they're going to overlook it. This is a tweet from the owner of the Colts. Think of this for a minute. You've only had Carson Wentz in the building for not even a year yet. You can, you can see clear as day in the final eight NFL team playoffs, you need a quarterback and offense who can score 30 or more in regulation and a defense that can hold an opponent under 30. Again, this is Jim Irsay. You can see clear as day in the final eight NFL team playoffs. You need a quarterback in offense who can score 30 or more in the regulation and a defense that can hold an opponent under 30. There is no question that Jim Irsay and Frank Reich and 
Chris Ballard, the general manager, are not happy. Are not happy with Carson Wentz. You got the general manager, the head coach not committing. You got the owner throwing shade like that. They are pissed off. Because you know why? They lost the first round to Philadelphia. They lost a first rounder to Philly. Man, not good. All right. Andy Reid today versus Andy Reid in Philly. What's the glaring difference? And if you start with Donovan McNabb versus Patrick Mahomes, you're right. Hey, guys, you guys fleece the Colts. You got a first-rounder, and you got that money off your books. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. That's Howie Roseman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. The list of guys I gave you here, the people that he's drafted, and you got Wentz off your books money-wise, and you got a first-rounder for him. Whoa, wait a minute. This is the guy you keep saying that sucks to me. How can that be? You got Darius Slay, too. Got to add that into the conversation. Whoa. Wait a minute. He got rid of his headache and your headache. Xander and every one of you guys kept saying this about Wentz. This guy's got no onions. He's not good for Philly. Got rid of him. Got a first rounder. And got the contract off the Eagle books. And a one and a three. That's right. Dude. William says how he's a drug dealer. <laughs> he takes the product and flips it. Too much. Hey, right, right. Too much baby formula, right, brother? William. Too much baby formula, right? Stings the nostrils. <laughs> Five star goes how he's a genius. I'm not gonna go there. Dude, but he did do exactly what you guys wanted. Got rid of your headache. Got a first, by the way, got a first rounder for him and got the money off the books. Eleven picks, got the money. You're still a quarterback shy of winning the conference, though. I agree. Baking soda, thank you. Wow. Only my crew would know baking soda, not baby formula. Very good. Drew says Howie's a top five GM. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Strong Italian coffee. Sure, okay. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. Pork chops. Howie don't do cocaine. He just likes the smell. Oh, I see. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still says, went. Wait, no, no, no. You guys, dude, you got to beat the Jaguars with two wins. I'm sorry. I told you after that Jaguars game. No way. No way. Got to win that game. Got to win that game. You can't lose a game to the Jaguars when your playoffs are on the line and they got two wins. 
You cannot lose that game. No way. I told you that Monday. I'll never say anything ever again. Okay? Never say anything positive about Wentz until he wins a big games. Eagles currently only have $14 million of cap space for 2023. Paul, that number's going to escalate. Okay? Currently. Because the Wentz contract comes off, too. Remember, they paid some of that salary of Carson Wentz to the Colts. You get rid of Fletcher Cox's deal, too. You're going to be floating around $26 million and the cap going up to 08, $208 million. It could go as high as $212. we are still debating. NFL Players Association and the league will come out with that number, I think, right after the Super Bowl. Okay? Look at Green Bay, 44.8 over the cap. Holy shit. A lot of decisions. They're going to lose Aaron Jones. Okay? They're going to lose Aaron Jones. Okay? You're, you're going to lose it. All right. Let me get in Andy Reid here. What makes Andy Reid a better a coach today? Is it just simply Patrick Mahomes? Is it simply Patrick Mahomes? I'd like to have Aaron Jones on the Eagles. How's that for you? Pass catching running back? How's that? (laughs) I could go after him if they have to dump him because of salary cap reasons. You're $44.5 million over the cap. People are going. And they ain't gotten rid of Devontae Adams. Man, I, I I would take, hey, man, that running back, I would take him in a second. What's different with Andy now, though? His relationship with Donovan was what? See, Donovan is not really a friendly guy. He plays one now in the media, but he's not. All intent purposes, the people that I've known that dealt with him, it's kind of standoffish as a dude inside the locker room. I might be wrong. Maybe you guys know more. But to me, McNabb was never a put your arm around a guy. He was never what you see in Philadelphia, what you see in Kansas City with Mahomes. Mahomes looks like he loves his teammates. I never got that impression. Okay. I never got that impression with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb. I always thought it was like, you know, coach-player relationship. But with Reed and Mahomes, there looks to be a bond and a closeness. Okay? And Z, you don't get credit for putting out a fire you start. Okay, fair enough. When it comes to Howie. Okay? You tell me. What's the difference here? Just for me, chalk it up Sports Philly. McNabb was egotistical. See, I don't get that sense with Mahomes. I think that's the fact that maybe he was raised in a professional household. His father played for the Mets and was on that 86 World Series Mets team with Davey Johnson and those guys. T.O.'s personality probably didn't help. Okay. 
Randy says, T.O. said it when he was going through his contract issue with the Eagles. For years, Andy refused to get us a number one receiver until T.O. in 04. Mahomes has fast receivers. There's no question. I don't, I don't, I can't remember, guys. You'll have to, was Freddie Mitchell part of that wide receiving core in Philadelphia when McNabb was there? There's no Kelsey and there's no, you know, Hill. You guys didn't have those kind of players as wide receivers. As great as T.O. was, you didn't have those kind of players. And the tight end has become such a factor today. Mahomes pulls out, plays out of his rear end. He surely does. Mahomes' brother makes me sick. I hate that guy on social media, too. He's a jackass. Yes, Fred X was on that team. Mitchell drafted 25th overall in 2002, I believe. Wasn't really a great wide receiving core for Andy in that team, was it? Okay. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Hell no. McNabb had no weapons outside of T.O. His best weapon was Chad Lewis, who was good, or Westbrook. Those are two good players. Chad Lewis, I forgot about him, man. He was a good football player. Chad Lewis, watch this. You think Dallas Goddard's a better football player than Chad Lewis? I don't know. I don't. I. I. I find that I don't know. Chad could play. He's a good football player. His, he was a good football player, Chad Lewis. And he passed on Reggie Wayne. That's crazy. Yeah, and Reggie Wayne's on the other side of Marvin Harrison in Indianapolis. Five star, right? I don't think Dallas Goddard is better than than um, Chad Lewis. I don't think that. Do Stanley and Brian Westbrook. Man, that's some pretty good offensive people in that huddle. Better hands. Never drop footballs. I think Donovan felt bullied by Terrell Owens. Come on, man. David, you're the fucking quarterback of the team. How can you ever feel bullied? It's your huddle. Bullied? What is That, that means to me, if you really think that, to me, he's soft. Backyard Birds podcast. Chad had better hands. He, he was, I forgot how good he was. Stephen Kellen Winslow Jr. Thoughts. He was a great hurricane and he was pretty decent in the NFL. I'll leave it there. <laughs> okay. McNabb is a grown ass man. I don't want to hear on bullying stuff. I agree with you, dog. I don't want to hear that either. If you could start a career with either Mahomes or Brady in their prime, who would you pick? Pork chops. I like that. We'll hit on that. It'd be Mahomes. He has he can he has more skill. But then there's winning. Do you take skill or winning? That's a great debate. It really is. McNabb shortened Westbrook's career with his terrible passing. NFL is a bully game. Sydney, very nice. I think Andy Reid is better because today he's got a quarterback that he connects with. I, I think he likes the guy. I don't really think he – hey, guys, tell me if I'm wrong when I say this. I don't really ever think Andy Reid really was all in on Donovan. 
I think he was the best he had in the huddle. Is that fair? Right? Is that fair? I don't really think he really – it's not that he didn't like Donovan because I've never heard him say an ill word about him. But don't you think, right, there just seems to be a better relationship with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe Andy learned a little bit on connecting more with Patrick Mahomes and players because of his relationship with T.O. and with, you know, and with Donovan. Hey, guys, can I say something that could be a little salty here about Andy Reid? Now, guys, when I say this, please follow me here. Everybody learns how to deal with people, right? Everybody learns how to deal with relationships. Do you think Andy Reid, dealing with Donovan McNabb, dealing with T.O., dealing with his kids, his sons, has taught him to be a better man towards people in Kansas City? I'm not going to go into his son he lost in Philadelphia or what happened with his son in Kansas City, you know, as they were getting ready for the Super Bowl. But don't you think all those life experiences, dealing with T.O., dealing with McNabb, coaching in Philly. By the way, coaching in Philly You think that's the same as coaching in Jacksonville or Nashville or Green Bay, Houston, Arizona? That's not just – your life is on display in Philly. You fans know everything about these guys. Bad and the ugly. Chris has got to be a distraction. Okay? William says the city will either make you or break you. Five Star says good point. Vic also has to be part of that. Dealing with McNabb. Dealing with Vic. Dealing with his kids. Dealing with T.O. Dealing with Philly, he goes to Kansas City and has this remarkable relationship. Did you hear what he told Mahomes late in the game? When times look grim, be the grim reaper. Was Andy Reid ever talking like that to Donovan? Was he ever talking like that? I I don't remember that Andy Reid that I'm seeing. And and again, look, the talent is evident. Mahomes is a generational player. That can make any coach look great. I I completely get it. Okay? Andrew says Andy looked tired his last year in Philly. He needed a reboot. Big Chris says A-B to the Ravens. Why? He gets two targets and bitch. Donovan would have said, but I'm afraid of the Grim Reaper, Coach. (laughs) That's an awesome quote. Was he doing that in Philly? 
Steve says, was McNabb a drinker? Dude, I don't know that. And if I don't know it, I'm not going to say it. You think I'm Skip Bayless? Bayless calling Troy Aikman gay? And there was nothing to support that? We all knew he wasn't. I was there in Dallas. He was dating a cheerleader. That's why you didn't see him with chicks. But Skip still put it in his book. I don't do that. I don't, I, I, I don't do that. Okay? That's not, what I, that's not what Big Sills does. We don't do that. I think all those life experiences in Philadelphia made Reed what he is right now, a better coach. And all of the things that he went through in Philly, bro, you couldn't have a better training ground than being the head football coach of Philadelphia. Fans are going to kick your ass. Love you, but kick your ass. Four straight NFC championship games. You get a Super Bowl appearance. One NFC title. I get it, man. Didn't bring home the didn't bring home the ring. I get it. But Reed's now got eight conference championships. Okay. Three Super Bowl appearances, most likely a fourth, with a chance to get a, a second. Pretty good. W2 says, number five, and Reed had a great relationship, a lot of winning. Ask Ike Reese. Like I said, though, just doesn't seem the same, though, compared to what I'm watching with Mahomes. All right. I like that topic question. If you had to start your football team right now with Brady in his prime or Mahomes, winning versus talent, what would you take and who would you take? Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Please hit the like button. We're almost at 100 likes. Love to always have 100 likes by the end of the program. And you guys always deliver. Thank you so much for being here once again. Um, Hey, before I get into that Brady versus Mahomes question, baseball Hall of Famers are coming up with their vote and whether or not they're going to put Bonds or Clemens in. I fucking hate sports writers that have votes like this. They're all pathetic. You can't write the history of baseball without those two guys. You just can't. If you can't write the history of your sport without saying Bonds and Clemens, what's the point? You and me and everyone have castrated Bonds and Clemens in the court of public opinion. They've been found guilty. But what baseball likes to do, and sometimes the NFL, Like when the AFL was naming their all-time team and the NFL was putting the great names of all time in the AFL, they didn't put OJ in. How could you not write the history of the AFL without having OJ Simpson or Joe Namath in it? How could you not? OJ murders those people after his playing days? Okay, we all know the history. OJ was one of the top three running backs in the history of the sport. Okay, he was one of the greatest of all time, OJ. He was a great back. 275, what was it, 250, I think it was, a Monday Night Football against the Steel Curtain. Guy was insanity. Same with Bonds. You know, I covered Bonds when I worked in the Bay Area, KMBR. I don't think I ever showed up to a game where I didn't see Bonds hit a homer or go two for three. I've never seen anything like it. He's the best baseball player I've ever witnessed personally, and I covered the Giants. I've never seen anything like it. I did the postgame show for the San Francisco Giants on KMBR, home of the Giants, and I used to get Dusty on, go into the locker room, and I was friends with, kind of friends, whatever that means, with Bonds. I thought Jeff Kent was a racist, but Bonds was insane. Clements over 350 and wins. How do you not put those two guys in the Hall of Fame? Well, the sanctity of my vote. No, you're trying to accentuate your vote to give you somebody and your name somebody. You're using a player's resume for your own for your own progress of your own career. Bonds, Clemens, and Rose are Hall of Famers. Get over it. I love watching these guys debate this, though. I'm not putting anybody in who was a PED user. No, but you'll put a Klansman in, right? Yes. Tris Speaker's a Klansman. And he's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> Ty Cobb killed the guy because he was black. Oh, yeah, but okay, you know, hey, we can't. Oh. I, I, I love these sports. Like that um, Arkosh guy up in Chicago. I'm not voting for Aaron Rodgers because he's a dick. Dude, shut up, man. You know what I'm saying? All right. 
I love that topic that somebody brought up. I want somebody to take credit for it. Repost who, who gave us the idea. If you had to pick right now, okay? By the way, hey, back bird, hey uh, Backyard Birds, Bonds is the only player in baseball history with 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. You'll never see that again in the history of baseball, ever. Ever. Pork chops, great. I love that topic. Okay? I love that topic. I love that take, Paul. Mahomes in his prime, Brady in his prime. Hell, I don't know when Brady's not in his prime. Got through for 5,000 yards this year, but let's just say prime. If you had to build your team around one of those two guys, who would you build it around? Would you build it around winning or talent? Okay? It's a great question. It goes to Garoppolo. It actually has a little bit of Jalen in it. Jalen's never going to look like Josh Allen. Jalen's never going to look like Patrick Mahomes. But Jalen's a winner. There's a little Garoppolo in Jalen Hurts. Do you take winning or tremendous talent? Mahomes is off the charts. Brady's winning's off the charts. Big Chris says, I'm starting my team with Mahomes. Matt Hatter says, that's hard, but Brady's the GOAT. Sydney, spectacular take. I already know where you're going. There's a lot of talent in sports, but that alone won't get you the cigars. Paul, Hank Aaron, okay? Paul, Hank Aaron, 650 doubles, 700 home runs. Over 3,400 hits. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 2,000 runs and 2,000 RBIs. I get it. Most underrated player in the history of baseball is Henry Aaron. Hank Aaron's like one of my favorite athletes of all time. I get you. Aaron was unbelievable. And a 300 batting average. Hertz is a winner. Five-star, I agree. Who would I take? Mahomes or Brady? Man, that's a great question, Porkchop. If you take Mahomes, you're better. You're betting he will win as much as Tom. Sydney says Brady all day. Brady. He has the Jordan gene. He takes everything personally and holds everyone accountable to the highest level. Drew, you must have watched his Hall of Fame induction speech. Okay? That's a great take, Drew. Oh, Mace, spectacular. 660 home runs. 3,300 hits. Maybe the greatest fielding center fielder in the history of the sport. Mays, I think it was 10 years apart, 50 home run years. Fucking incredible player. Okay. 
Jeff goes, I got to go with the goat. I guess Big Sills isn't picking the Bengals this weekend. Hang in there, man. We'll get to those. You see the wheels spinning? I, 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 because Mahomes is so amazing. Rose, all-star in five different positions. Over 4,000 hits. Okay? I was at a game. He hit three home runs, believe it or not. And one of the best switch-hitting players of all time. Pork chops or chicken? Pork chops. Brady's a footballer. Ah, that's a great play, AJ. The Brady effect affects players' respect for him is unreal. Then again, have you heard anybody talking shit on Mahomes in Kansas City? I really haven't. I think Mahomes picked that up from Brady. I think he realizes, hey, don't be a jackass to your teammates. Okay, Chris says Rose is my guy. Unbelievable player. Broke into the league at 63. 314, I believe. Career batting average. 41-25. Tremendous. Tremendous. Sydney says too early. Mahomes might be the next Brady, but we said that about A-Rod. Herman. Dan, love the show. Who's the best D-lineman coming out of the draft? Hmm. We'll do a little. I, I, I did a little bit of that drafting. Okay. I did a little bit of that. It's probably the kid Aiden Hutchinson. I would say that. But I think the kid that lined up, Ajabo, on the other side of him, I think he's a pretty good-looking team. Pretty good-looking teammate as well. I like him. Now, if you're looking for edge rusher or Jordan Davis from Georgia, I voted in, by the way, so all you know, I had to do studying all year in college football because I vote on all the All-American teams. And I vote on every single award, including the Heisman Trophy. Oh, AJ Clemente. Shit. 3,000 hits in his final at bat against John Matlack in the Mets. They're at Three Rivers. His 71 series where he hit over 400 against the Orioles. Second to none. The greatest. Can you imagine this too? The Pirates had Roberto Clemente for 17 years in right field, and then they had for another 17 years Dave Parker in right field. Unreal, unbelievable. Best arms in baseball. Best arms in baseball. Linderbaum and Dean. Linderbaum is somebody that both Xander and I are saying that probably, especially if Kelsey's going to call it a career. That's somebody maybe that you want to take a look at, okay? Because it'd be great to have him, and maybe you could talk Kelsey into playing one more year. Matt Hatter said, for years I said Brady is no Montana, but now it's the other way around. I played against Joe. I'm sorry if Joe had today's rules, he'd have Brady's numbers. Let's be candid. Jim Burt's not taking his spleen out. Or... Leonard Marshall's not rupturing his sternum. You're not hitting those quarterbacks like that. You're not hitting. If you didn't hit Montana like that, remember, Burt separated his spleen and Leonard Marshall broke his sternum. You're not hitting guys like that anymore. You're just not. Chris says, Madeline, Joey D. Yeah, hey, man, center field, the way they did for all them years. DiMaggio, underrated center fielder. 
Imagine Jerry Rice numbers today in today's game with the rules. Jesus, criminy. With Montana and Young. <laughs> Cooper Cup who? Cooper Cup. You couldn't hit Rice and mug him at the line of scrimmage like you could back then. I mean, remember, you could smash these guys all down the line of scrimmage. Jerry Rice today in open space couldn't defend him. The, you would, you're glad he would have a jersey on because if he was naked, you couldn't catch him. Okay? W2 says, Deshaun Watson to the birds. Let's get back to that. Oh, Brandon, QB's got annihilated. You could pick him up and destroy him, and you never got called for late hits. Chris, Montana, I'm very prejudiced towards Montana. Hey, Paul, that's a great – I've been uh, – you know what? Lane Kiffin told me about him. Sam Williams? Yeah, no, no, listen. Lane's been telling me about him. Quick off the feet, great arm span. Um, Supposedly, man, this guy here could – like, he's got a great hula hoop. He can get around the corner. Prime couldn't even cover – nobody could cover Rice. Joe Money. Oh, God, Montana. Hey, guys, I'll give you a Montana story. Okay. By the way, I've sacked Montana. I've posted the picture a few times on my Twitter page at Dan Celio show. So here's Joe coming to the line of scrimmage. Okay. Joe walks to the line of scrimmage. He's got Roger Craig, Jerry Rice, John Taylor, some dude named Frank's playing tight end. Joe comes to the line of scrimmage. Black 80, black 80. Everyone goes, shit. He's audibling. Okay. And every black 80 <laughs> audible rice. It's all you heard. Black 80, black 80 set 73 set 73. Montana was saying all this, just looking around, drop back <clears throat> right down. Oh my God. Right down the shoot. Montana was so fucking great, man. I have never, ever seen anything. I played against Elway and Marino, too. And Montana was so special. <sighs> Bang. I sack him. He pats me on the side, and he's like, good job, 93. Good job, 93. I go, fuck you, man. And the guy goes, hey, man, we're Italians. I go, all right. <laughs> and sack Doug Peterson, yes. Oh, God. God, he was so good, man. I played against Steve Young in high school and sacked him in high school. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He went to Greenwich High and I went to Stanford Catholic. Oh, Sydney, those 49er teams were so amazingly great. Drew says, hey, Sills, our fan base is so vocal about our first-round misses, but doesn't want any part – of a couple of first-round picks to get a proven elite quarterback. Drew, if we're talking about going after Deshaun Watson and we're talking about putting up guys that draft choices that are unproven, I'll put them unproven draft choices up any day, any night for a guy like Deshaun Watson, and I wouldn't think a second about it. Is your So you're all about the sack, huh, Sills? No, no, you got to play the run, too. Goomba, thank you. Love to love to see Italians shine. I'm very, 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 very partial to Italians. Absolutely. Especially if you got a vowel in your name, like Moses Malone. I automatically adopt you. 
if you've got a vowel in your name, like Sammy Sosa or Moses Malone, you're automatically Italian in my book. It's just the way it is, okay? You got a vowel, you're Italian. <laughs> Ends in a vowel, you're Italian. How you doing, right? <laughs> uh, Paisan, right? <laughs> All Italians, man, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Drew, right? Exactly. Absolutely. All right, let me take a time out here. Guys, please hit the like button. Guys, it'd be great. I do want to hit on 49ers, Rams, Bengals, and Chiefs. We'll do a little bit of that. Maybe a little bit here on Sean Payton. Also, the NFC is wide open for the Eagles. That's why I'm telling you this is the biggest offseason in team history or since the Super Bowl. We'll define it by that in the Super Bowl era. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy Dan Silio. Please. Hit the like button. We appreciate everybody coming aboard here. So Sean Payton today called it a 
career in New Orleans. He'll be back to coaching, I'm assuming. I love how everybody is automatically saying, he's going to Dallas. And? Did Sean Payton over or underachieve in New Orleans? What do you think? Over or underachieve? I think he underachieved with Drew Brees. One Super Bowl? Ben Roethlisberger's got more Super Bowls than Drew Brees. Ben Roethlisberger's never had a losing record. Since 2004, when he was drafted, Roethlisberger never had a losing season. Think about that. From 04, that 04 draft with Eli and Phillip. From 04 to 2021, Roethlisberger never had a losing year. Ever in his career, and he got two Super Bowls. In the Brady era. In the Manning era. Both. Okay, you could say whatever you want about Fat Ben. But Uncle Ben won two Super Bowls and never lost, really, in a losing season with Mike Tomlin and with Bill Cowher. And so, you know, like I said, if we're going to take a shit on Aaron Rodgers not performing in the postseason with a 12-11 and 11 record and Mike McCarthy as his coach, how can we sit here and go like this? Well, you know, Sean Payton gets the benefit. Why? Because you like him more? That's right, AJ. Big Ben's got two Super Bowl rings. Breeze won. Yeah, think about that for, for a minute. And if Peyton Manning wasn't drugged to that second one, he'd have only one, too. Hey, Porchop says Breeze should have at least three. How many think Peyton Manning should have at least four? No. Couldn't beat Brady. Ben did. Paul says statistically, Rodgers and Breeze underachieved. Absolutely. How great can you be in the postseason, or excuse me, regular season, and then shit the bed in the postseason? Right? So you can say whatever you want. I mean, I mean, I kept going, oh, he's going to Dallas. Why Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy's got the same resume as, as Sean Payton does. Sean Payton's 9-8. and eight as a head coach in the NFL in the postseason. Not really all that hot. Or maybe we're sitting here and we're just like trying to dissect because we 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 gauge everything against Belichick and Brady. Guys, those two guys are outliers. Brady and Belichick, don't compare anybody to those two. Hey, Drew, Flacco does have a better postseason record than Breeze and Rodgers. He does. He's actually gone to Gillette and won. Okay, he's actually gone to Gillette and won ball games up there. Chris Marino's eight and ten in the postseason. Eight and ten. Let's not forget Elway two and three in Super Bowls. But we sit here and we bang on these guys. All right. Some of the greatest people in the history of the league, when they get into the second season, not all that hot. Peyton Manning is 14-13 and 13 as a starting quarterback in the postseason. Is that great? I don't know. 
I don't know. Okay? Oh, yeah, okay, Paul. And then Peyton Manning hasn't. Lost a bunch of home games. <laughs> he has. Okay? 14 and 13, Peyton Manning. The NFC was brutal in those days. Brian Flores should have never gotten fired. Robert, absolutely. Then again, Robert, I said this before, probably the best thing ever happened to him is getting fired from Stephen Ross. Okay? Best thing ever happened. Shaky in the knees owner makes knee-jerk reaction moves. That's why the Dolphins suck. The Dolphins will suck because the Dolphins are not well run. They're just not well run because the owner, he's an art gallery guy, okay? And when you're an art gallery guy, what do you do? You see something and you like it, you buy it or you bid on it. True traders and true people that invest in the market, you sit there and you have to have patience when you're a trader, okay? You have to have patience, you see a stock go down. You saw the stocks go down during COVID and all that. People weren't knee-jerking. They were going to hang in there. They were going to diversify. They were going to go more into bonds. They were going to go more in there, protect their money. Interest rates went through the floor. So what did you do? That means you buy you municipal bonds. Get them at a low rate. Floors is definitely going to be okay. Not going to have any issues. Absolutely. I agree. I was never a Peyton Manning fan. Well, well, Peyton Manning is a hell of a football player. Okay? He's a hell of a football player. Drew says this. We don't know how good we got it with our front office. Absolutely. Guys, you know what's funny? Everyone's looking at the Eagles right now, and you're seeing all these draft choices, and you're seeing all this money that's being put out there. Let me put it to you that very simply here. You're making it seem like the Eagles have sucked over the last 15 years. They haven't sucked. But we're gauging it against New England. We're gauging it against what Brady did. We're gauging it against what Belichick did. Those guys have created something you'll never see again in NFL history. When you get the perfect coach, the perfect quarterback matched up in one building, you know, you, you know, you know, this Mahomes talk really kind of gets me too, because you know what everyone's doing? It's like trying to talk about the next Tiger Woods. This guy, Rory McElroy, is going to be the next Tiger Woods. Holy shit, man. You watch and see. Shambo, man. This guy hits at a country mile. He's going to be the next guy. Then what do we get? We get disappointed because we're sitting here going like this. Well, he's not the next guy. These people come along once in a generation. Brady, Belichick, these guys are generational coaches and players. They're outliers. You don't you gauge yourself against people that have a common place in the room with you. Over the last 10 years, who's been more successful, the Eagles or the Cowboys? The Eagles, and I don't think it's close. But yet, because the media makes it seem that the Cowboys, because they have all the TV ratings, Makes it seem like the Cowboys are more successful. The Cowboys since 1998 are 3-10 in the postseason. 3-10. and 
Okay? W2, thank you. That's an honor. I have not missed your show since I stumbled on it. Great job. W2, I love that. I'm loyal to you too, my friend. Thank you. means a lot, man. Lori is much better than Brayman. I hate to say it, Paul, but he is. But I like Norman a lot because I know Norman still to this day. I love Norman Brayman, but you're right. Chris, he may be all that, but he's had more success than Jerry Jones in the last 10 years. Okay? That's a fact. Can we get to Cilio Finance Hour? A man is speaking investment facts. Cookies, I worked on Wall Street. Matt Hatter, this is the greatest show on YouTube. Thank you, Matt Hatter. Okay? Gratuitous likes on the big sell, so gets you a long way. Thank you. Matt, hey, I think I told you this. I worked on Wall Street at Bear Stearns. So I know a little bit. I got my Series 7. Probably shocks you, right? So let's see. Big Seals was a wrestler for WCW, worked on Wall Street, NFL guy, been in broadcasting for 33 years. How you doing? Waiting on my W-2 right now, right? I hear you, brother. Hey, let me just say this. Municipal bonds. Until the Republicans get back into um, power in the um, Senate and House, I'd go municipal bonds. <laughs> Big Sills. <laughs> Merrill Lynch? Yeah, here's the th- – you want to hear my pitch? Hey, Chris, here's my pitch. Oh, my God, it was really dope, man. Hey, because because Merrill Lynch always tried hiring me. And so I would say this to the guys. I'd go like this. Hey, this is Dan Cilio. Hi, from Bear Stearns. Sir, how you doing? I really appreciate the time here. And listen, there is no question right now. I have a stock for you that is going to maybe give you generational wealth. He goes, kid, I hear this stuff all the time. I'm like, sir, Merrill Lynch will flip you in and out of stocks all year long. In 68 years at Bear Stearns, we've never had a losing quarter. Last stock that we chose was Intel Z. A 14-fold on its money. It's like walking down the street and you're looking and you see a beautiful woman. You don't call your wife on the phone and go, sir, that's, honey, I just saw a beautiful woman. What you do is you jump on it right there. The kid starts laughing. The guy starts laughing. And he, he goes like this. He goes like, all right, what do you got? Trojan rubber, sir. And the guy goes, Trojan rubber? I go, yes, it's trading at $2.47 right now. But the CDC is going to come out with the AIDS epidemic being a world epidemic. That stock's going to go to 18-fold. We know this. 18 times the money. And surely it did the next day. And the guy calls me back. He goes, get me in it. I'm like, well, sir, it's okay. We can get you in right now, but probably going to go to seven or eight-fold on your money. But that's cool. Should have listened to you. Here's your social security number. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> the bone crusher. Yeah, I know. I wrestled with, hey, dude, wrestled with, I would have hung up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, these, hey, these whales, man. You know what they like? These whales like the story. Hey, Steve goes, I wish this show was damn longer. Huh. Interesting. This show sucks, Big Dan. 
Oh, man. Oh, dang, bone crusher. This is the bone crusher. Yeah, that's the bone crusher. Yeah. Brain chip Australia. I got to get me down to Australia, man. I really do. Anyway, I agree. The greatest show on YouTube. William, you guys are all awesome. Guys, you don't know, man. I fought this shit. I what last year I had opportunities to do some stuff too. I kept going, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And then Jacob threw me a they they threw me a hook. Big Joe was like, I don't know. You know, yeah, you know. Xander's like, no, no, dad. This guy's, you know, we I got it. We are we're good. Give it time, it's time, and sure enough, man. <laughs> hey, nothing's a for sure thing. I don't care what your name is, right? Nothing's for sure. Ask Aaron Rodgers. If it was for sure he was going to win that divisional game on Saturday. Nothing, okay? Nothing's for sure. Hey, by the way, guys, I got to say this, man. Our dear friend Seth Joyner has invited me on his show tonight at 730 his YouTube show tonight. So if you want to come over there a little bit later on, somebody said he wished the show was longer. Um, I'll be on there with uh, Seth Joyner tonight. And it's an honor to go on with him. And it's time, you know, with Jerome Brown really means a lot to me. So, oh, number 59, man, you're damn right. I'm going to go on with him. So I promoted it on my Twitter page at Dan Celio's show. If you're not following me there, please do. If you're not following me here, please do. Hit the like button. We so appreciate it. Till tomorrow, 4 to 6. See you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.